Look in your home. Look in your office. Look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. We'd like to thank our friends at Sleep Number for sponsoring the Thrive Global podcast. Sleep Number is changing the way we sleep with their latest beds, the Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. They automatically adjust on each side to keep you sleeping comfortably all night. Discover the difference at sleepnumber.com slash thrive. Hello and welcome to the Thrive Global podcast on iHeartRadio. It's how to describe my two guests today. We thought it was only going to be one, but we actually have two. Yes, my son, Asar Khaled, and Khaled Khaled. Yes, and Khaled Khaled is totally one of a kind. Thank you. He's a producer, a Grammy-nominated musician, a best-selling author, and a DJ, which is right there in his name, Mm -hmm. and a dad. Yes. So, Father of Asad. Father of Assad. So, Khaled, welcome to the Thrive Global Podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you. We are in your beautiful home. Nicole, please come here. Nicole, Assad's mom is here. Please come in. We call her Mama Assad. Mama Assad. Mama Assad, and that's my queen. The beautiful hostess of this home, which reminds me so much of my Greek home. Yes. Because you walk in. And there's jasmine everywhere, yeah. which is the perfume of Greece. You know, we love, we love flowers. We love just, uh, uh, how can I say, we love nature. We love, you know, to embrace the weather and trees. And, you know, sometimes we go outside, me and Nicole, and drink some hot tea. Or, or me and Asai go out there and go swimming. And it just we like, we like to be outside and enjoy life, you know what I'm saying? We had lunch out in the garden. Every room has beautiful flowers. Thank you. And uh, and more important than that is the sense of family. Yes. The grandmother, the amazing nanny whom uh, Assad absolutely yeah, our, loves our, and adores. Our nanny, um, Rosa. 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 Um, we love her. She's definitely family to us, and my son loves her. So it's a very it's a very tribal family. It's a little tribe here, the Khaled Fat Tribe. It's 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 a team, you know. So, I first met uh, Khaled and Nicole at the White House Correspondents' Dinner in 2015, and we hit it off immediately. It was as though we had known each other forever, which is when you know that you've found another really great and true friend. Thank you, thank you. At the time, Assad was in the Tami. Yes, Assad. <laughs> he Assad was, was in, in Nicole's um, Tami, but the world didn't even know about that you were soon to be born. So I feel like a special connection with you yes. because I knew you before you were on this earth. Yes, man, it's beautiful. So I've never had more fun at a White House Correspondents' Dinner, I must say. Our, than ta- our table was popping. Our table was absolutely <laughs> popping. <laughs> Our table was popping like I thought Obama was sitting with us. That's how many people came by and say hi to us, you know. Um, and uh, shout out to Obama. We love Obama. We absolutely love Obama. And that brings me to my first question. You have said that part of what you are 
I love the way you put it. Is um, you walk into a dark room and you're a light yes, bulb. Yes. Tell me more about that. Well, you know, I've always been the person. You know, God has blessed me. If it's a dark room and I walk in, I'm the light. Um, and when I say that, I come with good energy. Um, my relationships and my career and and people that know me, they can speak for me better than me because they tell me how uh, great energy I am. If it's coming from me in the studio making music or if it's me just walking in the room as a friend or as a brother, as a family member. Now I'm a father, father of a side. You know what I'm saying? I'm a whole, I told you earlier, you know, I'm blessed, you know what I'm saying? But I'm more blessed. You know, my son has given me more life, you know, more blessings. And he's given me this this word love that we say, but it's more than love. I haven't, I, I can't find this word. Only uh, mothers and fathers can understand what I'm saying. It's a feeling that is just unbelievable. It's happiness. It's joy. It's joy, but it's even more than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. It's hard to express yeah. it, but I can feel it from you, and yes. I can feel it when I see you with Assad. So you recently teased your fans with a photo on Instagram of you and Justin Bieber yes. with the caption, Top secret alert, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you already know another one. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. anything you can tell us about that? First of all, I want to um, show my love to Justin Bieber. such an amazing, amazing friend, amazing artist. He has so much love. He shows me so much love, and I'm so grateful for my relationship with him. I've known Justin Bieber for a long time, and I was blessed to make a number one record with him last year called I'm the One. It went number one. In so many countries, it debuted number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It was just incredible, the experience to shoot a video and to record a record with an icon like Justin Bieber. You know, I reached out to him again. You know what I'm saying? I'm back working on my new album called Father of Assad. Tell us about Father of Assad. Father of Assad, Justin Bieber, he's on that. It's top secret, though. I'm, I'm telling you some stuff, but it's, it's top secret. And um, but, I can you know, say is we, we got something up our sleeve that the fans worldwide is going to love. And I'm excited about it because not only do we make great music together, he's a great person. You know what I'm saying? Justin Bieber is just such a good friend and a great person with a great spirit. And he's an icon, you know? And you have another one in the works with Drake. Drake is my brother, absolutely. Drake is my brother. Um, he's been on a lot of my albums. And I'm excited about his new album coming out, actually. It's out now. You know what I'm saying? It's out and, now. And uh, me and Drake, we're always, always brothers, and we're always working on music together. And um, God willing that I can get him on my new album, Father of Assad. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say too much. I have a feeling. I have a feeling yeah. you're going to get him yeah. on your well, thank new you. album. I, I, I need that energy. Drake, you heard <laughs> totally. Drake, you heard Ariana. She I said, have a complete trust in you. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like so that. So when your book came out yes. about the major keys, I um, interviewed you at Columbia. And there are all the students there. And it was unbelievably exciting. Like students had lined up for hours to come and see you. And... The reason I particularly love this book is because, for me, it's, it's a modern philosophy of life. So people think of you as a musician, but you're also a philosopher. Well, so thank you. I want us to talk here about these major keys. I want to go through them one by one, okay? Okay. Because I love them. Thank you. So, number one, stay away from they. Yes, yes. Tell us more. Um, they is 
the people that don't want us to win, don't want me to do this interview with you, that um, are negative, things that we just talked about earlier that try to take our kids away from our families, they are the people that we have to stay away from. They just not people where, you know, sometimes they come in different forms. Sometimes they could be very close to you. And you might love they because they're a family member or something. And, and if that's somebody you love, then you have to let them know, yo, you know, you, you're bringing bad energy. You know what? Go jump in the ocean, cleanse off. Let's get it together. Sometimes you can educate they and then they realize, you know what? Thanks for helping me because it's great to get help. Then you got they are just someday you just have to stay away completely. They don't want us to win, Ariana. They don't want us to win. So what we're going to do is we're going to win more. Unfortunately, there's a lot of they out there. But once you know that, you know, life is so much easier once you know that. And you know what? That's they. Just, <laughs> just walk away or tell them to leave the room or whoever that person is, leave the room or you leave the room. It's very simple. Don't put no more energy but just that. Because when you waste your energy on, how can I say, on they, you're wasting emotions. You know, find a solution. You know, that's what I always say, find the solution. Put your energy in a solution. Don't complain about things because that's setting you back. Find the solution. That's the key. Move forward. You know what I'm saying? Say you wake up and it's a hard day and things ain't going your way. What are you going to do? Continue being in the black cloud and dark cloud and, and just deal with stress? Or are you going to say, let me go find that sunshine. Mm-hmm. Let me the find the solution, bomb. the light, and move forward in life. And that's really something that I feel, which is that sometimes they is inside our high, our, inside our own head. Yeah, yeah. I call it the obnoxious roommate living in my head. Yeah. You know, that voice of negative self-talk, yeah, sometimes you inflict stress on yourself. Yes. yes. So we need to learn with the they outside and the they inside. Yeah, we, I think we all have that that issue, inflicting stress on ourselves. But it's good when you know you're doing it. That's when you can say, stop. Exactly. You can observe it and it doesn't run you. Right. You don't let nothing nothing run you. I agree with that. Sometimes I've inflicted stress on myself and and I'm doing way better, meaning as in, you know, like I said, I'm father of a side, man. Everything is Uh amazing. There's nothing that not amazing. And, you know, when you say inflicting stress on yourself... It's a little bit like your other major key, which is don't ever play yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you inflict stress on yourself, you are playing yourself. Yeah, exactly. you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. You know, don't play yourself. The key is to reward yourself. There's people out there that just play themselves, you know. And when you know that, you know it. <laughs> you know, the key is to know it. To know what, what, what's going on. Okay, we're now going to take a quick break to share a sleep tip brought to you by our sponsor, Sleep Number, because sleep makes the difference for a thriving mind, body, and soul. Today's sleep tip is to exercise regularly. Even when you have a jam-packed day, try taking a longer route to your subway stop or take the stairs instead of the elevator or park at the outer edge of the parking lot. Or if you can, set up a walking meeting at work. The key is making exercise a habit. Rather than trying to add an occasional long workout to our day, which demands a big time commitment, try exercising just 20 or 30 minutes at least five days a week. Exercise is so beneficial to sleep and overall health that we should attempt to fit it in whenever 
our lives allow. And remember, a little goes a long way. This sleep tip was brought to you by Sleep Number, the bed that knows you, senses you, and adjusts to you. Only at sleepnumber.com slash thrive. Major key number three. Yes. Secure the bag. Always. Got to secure the bag, Ariana. You got to. Okay, tell us more. Well, secure the bag is securing your future. You know, people say, anybody tells you you don't get money, I, I, I don't get that because I didn't make the rules up. It costs money to have this microphone to do this interviewage. It costs money to sit in this couch. It costs money to have AC. It costs money to have a house. It costs money to eat food. It costs money to drink water. I didn't make these rules up. So I'm going to be working hard and I'm going to secure my bag. Now I'm a father, I'm going to secure my son's future. You know, I'm going to make sure I work so hard so when he grows up, he's, his bag is secure. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, as he's going to learn to work hard to continue securing the bag. But because I'm his father, I'm going to make sure that he's going to be good forever. You know what I'm saying? And securing the bag is one thing, but there's also a thing called protect the bag. Don't mess the bag mm -hmm. up. You know, some people have an opportunity to secure a bag and then mess it up. And not get the bag. Right. So you have to move right in life. Do it. You can't do nothing illegal. You got to be positive. You have to move clean heart, clean soul. And my, me learning through my journey of my grind was, and people told me this in my career, don't chase the money. The money will chase you. And what they meant by that was continue being great. Continue working hard. And when you're great and working hard, It's going to come to you like in a rapid pace when you're great at something. You know what I'm saying? And I've been, I've been blessed to be great. And it might have took me a long time. I didn't give up. I didn't lose faith. And I didn't complain. I stayed focused mm -hmm. on my path. And I've been blessed to have a career and blessed to be an entrepreneur, a CEO, a father, a producer, executive. The list goes on and on and on. But that's Author. a very important point that you were not an overnight success. No, people not may at all. think it took you many years to become an overnight years of success. Sweat and tears. Yes, I think that's very important for people to know that my mother used to say, "Failure is not the opposite of success; it's a stepping stone." Yeah, I, I don't. I, I believe in what they call failure. I believe that that's the like you said, the stepping stone of yeah. success. That's like. You climbing this mountain, halfway through the mountain, you might catch a, 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 a muscle spasm. You know what I'm saying? It's the keys <laughs> to overcome it and keep going. And some people can't handle success either. Mm -hmm. I can. And success comes with a lot of things, a lot of great things, and a lot of they. A lot of they will try to come at you because you're successful. Right. Do you mean envy? Yeah, jealous envy. But also when you're in the limelight... Unfortunately, when I say unfortunately, because we, we, we love the positive limelight, but when you become bigger in the world, people want to find something because the, the, the sun is shining on you so amazingly that they want to find something they always try. That's part of success. But that's just, that's just life. How can I say you got to have tough skin? You, gotta, you know, that's why I say some people can't handle success. And I always, my, my slogan is some people can handle success. I can. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> You know, ain't nothing stopping this. You know what I'm saying? God got me. I'm the father of Assad. <laughs> to me, that's the highest. Besides God, father of Assad, my son is like, 
Like I look at my son like a prophet. So that is actually connected with another major key, which yeah. is glorify your success. Yes, yes. What I mean by glorify success is don't wait for somebody to congratulate you. Congratulate yourself. When you congratulate yourself, because if I wait for somebody to say, hey, Khaled, you're amazing, this and that, it's a blessing when you get it and it comes from a good place and you accept it. But why can't you wake up in the morning and say that to yourself? I congratulate myself all the time. I'm <laughs> proud of myself. I'm sitting with Ariana Huffington right now in the Chardé room. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's, a, that's a win. That's a blessing. I tell my son every day, you're a legend. You're an icon. You're a boss. You can do anything you want to do. You're blessed. God is the greatest. All praise to the most high. You know what I'm saying? I feed this to my son so he hears me tell him, but he also sees me. Mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, he sees me pray. Before I eat my food, he sees me pray. Um, sometimes I'd be praying outside and mommy would see me praying and she'll bring my son and he just watches. And then now I'm watching my son do it. He's not even two years old and I'm watching him pray. I watched him the other day doing this, you know, the way I pray. Mm-hmm. And it really touched my heart. So I believe in, you know, glorify the blessings mm-hmm. When I say glorify, accept it, embrace it. You know, when I go outside, the sun is shining on me. All praise to the most high. God is the greatest. The sun is shining on me. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm embracing that sun. You so you I mean? feel, yeah, I get it. You feel that, I call it God is my partner. Man, he's, he's my partner. He's my best friend. He's, he's everything. He's so amazing. He love us. He love us. And he got us. You got to know that, though. You got to know and believe it and practice it every day. Is yes. that connected to respect the code? Yeah, respect the code, is it, it goes in so many ways. Certain things you just got to respect. Like if me and you having a conversation and it's top secret, and it's me and you yeah. having a conversation, I expect that me and you to have that conversation. And respect trust the that code. Do. You got to respect the code. If you walk into somebody's home, respect the code. Be, be respectful. If you're in the streets, you're anywhere, respect the code. Okay. Respect the laws of life. When I say the laws of life, the blessings of life, yeah. don't disrespect the blessings. You know what I'm saying? If you have a friendship and it's a trust, respect the code. You know That's what I'm saying? Love respect that. each other. Like Some things is not for everybody. Like you know, I let you in my home, not for you to go outside and tell everybody what we what I do in my home, even though it might be the most beautiful thing in the world, which it is. But respect the code. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Respect, Our conversations, yeah. respect it. Don't go out there putting my conversation out to people, even though I don't do nothing wrong. Everything's positive, but I'm saying, but still respect it. And so I know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, respect what is sacred. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I just I put it in a language where my people can understand, like, respect the code, man. <laughs> and deny the heat. Don't uh, deny, don't deny the, the heat. heat. Um, when I wrote that in my book, Don't Deny the Heat, um, I use that example is because when I make music, if I'm making it, sometimes I might find something I like. You might bring in something, a track or idea. I'm not going to deny it if it's great. I'm going to say, yo, that's, that's amazing. Let's, you know, collaborate or, or matter of fact, you want to be part of this project, whatever. It could be music. It could be anything. Don't deny a blessing and greatness. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared to 
watch other people prosper and win. I believe in the more blessings you give, the more blessings you get back. I love to give people opportunities because in in my life, all I ever wanted was an opportunity. And when I got the opportunity, I knew my job was to be great. And by me being great, it's going to bring in more opportunities. Look how my career is prospering and every day it's a it's climbing this mountain. Me me sitting here with you might lead to another great situation. You know what I'm saying? Like me and you went to the White House correspondent when Obama was in the White House. That led to something else. That's a blessing. Be open to the blessings. Yes. And keep two rooms cooking at the same time. Yeah, when I said keep two rooms cooking at the same time, at that time I was working on my album and I had like five studio rooms booked at the same time. Me in one room, my team in another room, an artist in another room, an artist in another city. And all that was going on at one time, I'll never forget because I was turning my album in and I was on a uh, crunch time deadline. And I was like, man, I got to book five rooms, two in Miami, two in L.A., one in New York, and we're all cooking at the same time. And at the end of the day, it comes back to me, home base, and I got to, then I just go in my room and put everything together and piece it together and add my sprinkles or add some more music to it. And I look, look at that, not just in music and life, I'm like, don't put limits to your success when I say that. Meaning as in like, you know, we blessed with this technology. You can get on the phone now and be on FaceTime. There's no excuse. I didn't have to fly in. We can still get the job done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, utilize the greatness of geniuses putting this stuff together, and let's all be geniuses and, and create. And that's connected to win, 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 no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, you know, <laughs> you know, All I Do Is Win was one of my biggest records, and um, that's the mentality is winning, you know, win more. You know what I'm saying? You can win, but let's win more. No matter what, you know what I'm saying? I'm always going to tell myself that. I'm going to tell you that and everybody that's listening, let's win. Let's go. Yes, let's not let they stop us. Nah, don't let they Except the they block. Yeah, tell they, us about they block. The they block is um, a lotion that <laughs> uh, I, I came up with. That's just the block. Instead of sun block, we don't want the sun to block. We, we love the sun. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Let's block they. You know what I'm saying? Like... The you mean day. just block stay the away bad from me. rain. Just, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay away from me. All negative vibes, stay away from me. So, you know, what is great is that you love all the outward trappings of success. You have a gorgeous home, beautiful things. I mean, I saw your closet. My God, I should have counted your shoes. Oh, yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> the, 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 clo- the closet in Miami is even, that's like my real shoe closet. But you've also said that success is not just money. It's no. giving thanks every day. So... Tell us more about how you define success in its fullness beyond the external trappings. Um, besides the materialistic stuff and the money, success is happiness. And I was telling you that earlier when we was drinking tea earlier, and I was saying, you know, my son has brought me more happiness because he showed me the true definition of happiness, joy, and love. You know, I can speak from myself, um, me coming up, growing up. I've been blessed. I've been raised by a beautiful family. My mother and father, I love them so much. And I've been happy all my life, but I realized what happiness was when I met my son, when God gave me my son. That was a joy 
that was unbelievable. So success is happiness. That's the true definition, definition of success. So, hi, Assad. Come here. Come on, We're talking boy. about you. He can come up. Come here. Come here. We're just talking about you giving so much happiness to, come here, little boy. to mommy and daddy. Hi. Dada. We're doing an interview. Yeah, you want to stay here with us? So what did you mean when in 2013 you released an album called Suffering from Success? So the album I dropped, 2013 I dropped the album called Suffering from Success because at that time I was suffering from working too hard. I was doing so much, wanting to win so much to the point that I was, I was actually hurting myself. Yes. I started getting stressed out to the point where I had to go to the doctor's like I had, like, you know, I love my beard, you know what I'm saying? But I remember a little small little patch came out, and um, I was like, well, what is that? And then I went, and they said it was um, it was something normal, but they were like, that's from stress. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's not, I don't like that, you know what I'm saying? I don't like that talk, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I was working so hard, A&R and other people's albums. Um, I had a, a, um, a job at Def Jam at that time. I was president of Def Jam South. I love you, boy. <laughs> Are you making music? Yes, he loves it. I was president of Def Jam South. I was also putting out my own albums. I was also traveling. I was hustling. Too much. So much. And, you know, to provide, to pay rent. You know, life that everybody got to go through. Reality. And I was suffering from success because I was winning, but I was suffering, mm -hmm. myself suffering for the win. So I was like, this is not a good... I said, this is what success is about. I'm finally getting success and, and wins. I said, this, I didn't know it was supposed to be like that. So I named my album. I always name my albums what I'm going through at that time in life. At that time, you do whatever you want to do. I got you, boy. Have fun. <laughs> um, at that time, I was stressed out on another level. And I'm never going back to that. Mm-hmm. So I let know. things go. I got people away that, that was negative around me. Instead of working hard, I started working smart. You know what I'm saying? And that's what me growing into more of a, a, a man that I am now. My last album was called Grateful. Mm -hmm. And you see how grateful I am. My new album I'm working on is called Father of Assad. That's where I'm going. And the one before Grateful was called Major Key. That's when I met you. I was working on Major Key. So you see, my titles of my albums are what I'm going through in life. So I was, you know, I'm grateful because my son, my son came. Now I'm father of Assad. Assad, be careful, don't spill the water. But if you spill it, I got you. <laughs> so, you know, that's incredibly important what you are saying. That's what my whole new company and what I'm dedicating the rest of my life to is about, which is people realizing that they can succeed without the suffering of success. Yes. Without the burnout and the stress. And what happened to you also happened to me here. You want to have some water? You want some water, sir? Yeah. You can take it. Because a lot of people, including myself, you know, I collapsed from burnout and stress and broke my cheekbone. So we've all known what it's like to 
succeed but also pay a price. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. So that's what that I way. want people to understand. Yeah. You don't have to internalize all that that's stress. That's why that's why all the keys came from a major key I learned from my from my lessons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Asad, you all right? He, he wants, wants to, to be do part everything. of this. He's part of this podcast. Yes. Yes, yeah, so that's really key. And that's why you've been caring more for yourself lately. And I love what you said about gardening, that you love gardening because when you see the grass going from brown to green as the result of your caring, it's really a metaphor yes. for what can happen with us. Right. And my house in Miami, I'll never forget because the... the I've been on the road so much, me and my girl, we travel so much, and the, the grass was turning brown. And I'm like, I got this. This is when I was going through my meditation. I started gardening and watering the grass and taking care of it, and gradually it started getting real green, and my flowers were growing, and I was saying to myself, man, this is so beautiful, but it's because I was taking care of it. So I was like, now we got to take care of our bodies. Mm-hmm our mind, our soul, our surroundings, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I, I work hard to try to eat as healthy as possible. You know, I work out. Um, I might not be the skinniest guy. I might not be the biggest guy. But I am blessed who I am, and I'm beautiful, and I'm happy. But at the same time, as I know I have to maintain what God has blessed me with. And part of that is getting rest. And part of that is sleep. Right, getting sleep. So now I've been trying to get at least six to eight hours sleep now. I used to get like four hours. Not good. Yeah, we talked now, about that. Yeah, now I'm getting six to eight. So, you know, I wrote this book on sleep. Mm-hmm. And um, seven to nine is ideal. So if you can get seven rather than six and eight when you can, it makes a big difference. And that's why I gave you this little charging station. I love that. That looks like a little bed. I think that's to genius. charge your phone and so Nicole's phones. So that at no, night... That's so genius. Like, <laughs> I need to help you get that out more because it's really genius. It's super genius. Like, I, like it's, it's incredibly genius. So you put your phone there, you tuck it in, you say good night, and you fully recharge. Yeah. You like, like Assad, recharges fully without a worry in the world. And then in the morning, you are ready to face everything, whatever yes. the day brings. That's right. So... What's your typical nighttime routine now? Do you have one? Or? Well, right now I'm in the middle of shooting the, the season of the four. This is the second season. Me, Diddy, Megan Trainer, and Fergie. We have a show called The Four on Fox. So um, I've been blessed to get this opportunity to be on primetime TV and to be in L.A. for two months while we're filming the show. And so my routine is every day get up, go to the gym, um, obviously pray first and I, sh- I film on Wednesdays and the show airs on Thursdays. So I get the days in between that I'm either doing press or doing, um, studio working on my album. But what's so great about shooting this, this, this four right now, I get to really be with my son and my queen every mm-hmm. day. Um, they can see me, they come see me on set, but I'm in the backyard playing with my son, swimming in the pool you know, gardening, um, and also I have my studio in my house. I work in the studio every night finishing my album. So it's like I'm staying very creative and I'm working, but I'm working all in my house. 
You know what I'm saying? In like, your own home. Yeah, in my own home, making music. You know, you're doing this interview in my home. I appreciate that. You know, so it's like I'm in a special place creatively, and I'm just happy to be with my family every day. And does that help you with your fear of flying? Do you still have that fear of flying? Well, as soon as Asad came, <laughs> all my fears, because what happened was my son was born, and I was traveling so much, and I had to see my son. So I was still on my bus, and then I flew my son from Miami to L.A. So I was in L.A., and when he was flying, I felt the same anxiety that I used to get when I used to fly. So I was like, if I got the same anxiety on the ground because my son is flying, I was saying to myself, I might as well fly. just fly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because now my, my son made me overcome all my fears. So now you're going to fly yourself. So yeah, I'm flying private. Um, I've been blessed to work hard to be able to afford to fly private. And I enjoy it now. So you're all completely over the fear. I'm over the fear. I'm over the fear, and that credit goes to God and my son. Amazing, because when we first met, you 12 had... Twelve years, I didn't fly. I know, you well, had come to Washington refused, in a bus. <laughs> I refused millions of dollars. It's not even about just the money, it's to show you that I wouldn't fly. Yeah. I just don't fly, and now I fly. Amazing. And I'm going to Bahamas, I'm going to uh, Cabos now, I'm I'm aside running around the plane while we're in the air... It's beautiful, but I only fly when the sky is blue. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's like bad weather, we got to readjust the schedule a little. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's the sky like that right now, let's go. Let's get it cracking. I'm ready. This is amazing. They call me the global dawn now. <laughs> the global dawn. So let's, let's finish up by talking about social media because you're sort of the king of social media. And yet this year we've heard so much about how social media can lead to a lot of problems for people when they become addicted to it, um, anxiety, depression, especially among teenagers. So how can you help people realize that they need to put it all in its place? Well, social media is addicting. You know what I'm saying? For, for, for somebody to say they're not addicted to social media, they'll probably be lying to themselves because I think it's human that everybody goes to their phone and see what's going on. So what I do, I try to only on my social media follow anybody out there that's inspiring, motivating, or putting out great energy or love out there. If you notice what I put out on social media, I always put out, if it's not inspiration or motivation or a great message, then I don't need to put it out there. So it is addicting. You know, I go to my phone all the time, and I just want to put this message out there, like, we need to all come together. If we know that social media can also do negative things, because people use social media to lie, mm-hmm. to bring people down tear people down, and just make it negative. I think, you know, we need to tell everybody that uses social media, how about you do the opposite and only put love, motivation, inspiration, and positive things out there. I don't believe in tearing people down on social media. I think that's weak. And you know, what about, I think it's negative. I think it's just not right. And when people try to tear you down on social media, you just ignore it? Oh, I just ignore it. I, see me, like, like I said, 
<laughs> Some people can't handle success. I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm blessed, man. Like, it's, it's God is the greatest. You know, I'm a family man. I'm father of Assad. You know, words can't hurt me. But I forget me. I'm thinking about the young world. Yes. We don't want no bullying. We know not everybody is as strong as me. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to be as strong as me. That doesn't mean you're not great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see nobody get hurt or something over social media. I'm just telling you, if you're addicted to social media, you know, be addicted to the good things of it. Follow somebody. That, I, I follow gardening. I follow great musicians. I follow my friends that I love, you know. But I know it come, you see all the stuff still come through some way. But put in good energy. That's all I'm saying. Use it for good energy. You know, if I take a picture and I post it, most likely it's a picture of me and my son or a picture of me and you, you know, or me in the swimming pool or me um, at work. You know, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a vibe. That's a blessing. We just, you know what I mean? We just, we just showing love. That's what we're doing. My, my major keys connected through social media, through my fans. Mm-hmm. That's how they got to know me, who I am as a person. So I'm just showing you how great technology can be right. if you use it right. Like you came up with the, the, the bed for the phones, the charge to relax. That's a blessing. Like you made it, you made that instead of just charging your phone up, you made it connect to say, let that rest too. And while you getting rest, it's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? So I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast, but more than that, for spreading so much love so much hope and positive energy in the world and thank for you. being the father of Assad. That's right, father of Assad. <laughs> so thank you, Khaled. And to everybody listening, be sure to subscribe to the Thrive Global Podcast with iHeartRadio on your favorite podcast app and stay tuned to thriveglobal.com and iHeartRadio for updates on new episodes. And in the meantime, go to thriveglobal.com for tips to start thriving today. Bless up and thank you for having Bless me. Bless up. Thank you for coming to my home. And um, me and Ariana, we got something that we're creating together. We're not going to talk about it yet. Exactly. Another thing. It's another thing. And it's top secret. Top but secret. You're going to love the collaboration. Collaboration is going to be big. Very excited about the collaboration. Yes. Thank, thank you, you Khaled. Love you. Love you thank too. you. No problem. The Thrive Global Podcast is grateful to our sponsor, Sleep Number. If you aren't sleeping well, it could be your mattress. The Sleep Number bed lets you adjust each side to your ideal comfort, and it contours to your head, neck, shoulders, and hips, relieving pressure points. Discover the difference at sleepnumber.com slash thrive. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on 98.7 WMZQ in Washington, D.C., or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app.